We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The sound of the final buzzer means it's hangover time. So grab a drink and join your host, Alphonse Sidney, for a Miami Heat Beat post-game show. Heat win! Heat win! Some semblance of the heat. Um, not the team we were expecting, not the starting lineup we were hoping for. Um, but man, you had some guys out here that... Don't get a lot of run. Don't get a lot of shine that we shit on all the time. And that came out here and just, I mean, just put in work. Yes, the Rockets are a bad team. Um, but when you're missing your top three scorers, like you expect to lose to the Rockets when they have Christian Wood and John Wall. Um, but, you know, you got guys that uh, you got you got guys that just, you know, Guys like Kendrick Nunn, guys like Duncan Robinson, uh, Goran Dragic, Andrew Godala, like you had your guys step up and get you an important win. Like, let's not make no, you know, let's not bullshit this. This was an important game, an important win. Boston lost tonight. You gained an entire game on them. And when we were all coming, we all were coming in like, oh, this is going Kelly, Kelly Olenek is about to kill us, right? And these guys came in, they put in a great effort. I mean, we're going to talk about all these guys, but there are some insane stat lines tonight. There was a guy tonight that was plus 38. There was a guy tonight that was plus 35. And neither of those guys were even the leading scorer, Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn dropped 30 on the ass. Like, this was a game built for Kendrick Nunn. I am Alphonse Sidney, a.k.a. Alph954. Welcome in the hangover time. Brass, bring me out. And let's let's see what the uh, what the roster looks like tonight. What's going on, y'all? What's up? I mean, we loaded. I mean, well, we got a we got we got a bench player subbing in, but I mean, we'll carry like, just you. Just like the heat, just we'll like carry the heat. you, G. We'll carry you. We got you. G out here looking like Max Struess. <laughs> uh, shoot it if you got it. Listen, uh, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and find out what everybody's drinking. All right, y'all. Siobhan, what are you drinking tonight on a Monday? On a Monday, on a back-to-back? On a Monday, we got a couple shots of Jose and some KJ Souvenir. Kendall Jackson. I Kendall like it. Jackson, yes, KJ. I'm actually on the uh, Kettle One and uh, Ginger Ale. A little mm. different tonight. A little different. I, I'm, it's, I, I'm a little upset because it feels like when I drink... Um, Light liquor, we win. 
which I feel is racist. Um, and you know, after what G said about Hero last game, I feel like there's a correlation there. I really I do. Love to hear G's saw the tweets. On <laughs> G G Farrakhan up in this motherfucker. I mean, G got woke on y'all ass. I don't, don't know let- if I was allowed to retweet that. I mean, I was laughing, but I was like, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna give it a like. Don't let, don't let that Chauvin trial come back wrong. G gonna go ham. Oh boy, <laughs> Tiffany, what, what you drinking tonight? <laughs> Uh, I'll fuck Tiffany up with that one. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm taking it easy. I got a little tea and Tito's right here. Little tea and Tito's. Not mm-hmm. not bad. Listen, anytime you could drink uh, real liquor on on a Monday night, it, you ain't taking it too easy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brass, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I made a cocktail called a Conquistador, which is has some tequilas. Here you go. Te- tequila, some aged rum, <laughs> lemon, lime juice, simple, and some egg white. I bet. Egg white? Mm. Oh, yeah. You see that frothy shit? Mm. Brash, you a, out of control, a, man. That is a tasty drink. We're going to have to have an intervention for me and you in the summer. What? As soon as the fuck goes up. I was going to cut back on drinking, and all of a sudden, when you want to be as producer on the show, I guess my, my liver signed an extension. I don't know. This is... <laughs> We Max be, contract took me the two retirement. of us. This off season, we're gonna have to change the name of the show. We need like a three month <laughs> drying out period. <laughs> it's it's not good for anybody. I, it's an off season I, for our livers, not just for the basketball. <laughs> for every, like my my entire body, I I was wheezing earlier today. I didn't know why. <laughs> I got a oh, whiskey man. cough. I'm, I'm too young for this shit. Uh, <laughs> G, what? G, what are you drinking tonight? Um, listen, I'm keeping the tradition. Uh, I'm having some hard liquor on the rocks. I'm having Harry Blues Gin uh, on the rocks. I'm a gin guy. It's really good. You can get a, you know, not the show, but you can get a, it's the best gin I've had. Uh, it's a total wine. It's really good. It's a Miami based distillery. So shout out to them. What's it called? I want to try Harry, that. Harry Blue. It's that total wine? That total wine. It's a Miami yeah. distilled. It's really good. It has a lot of like kind of aromatic citrusy or taste. I love it. It's great. Hot take Harry Blue. <laughs> oh, if we can, if we can get him a, a sponsored segment. C- come back on here, Harrison. We'll, we'll take you back. <laughs> Alf and I are both just individually look for sponsors next season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just from, listen, if, if I'm gonna have liver, di- if I'm gonna have liver disease, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna profit off this motherfucker. But um, I'm available man- as well. I love <laughs> <laughs> a whiskey. Well, like, don't forget about me over here. I'm chilling. I'm, I'm out here drinking double fisting on a nightly basis. What are you doing? Um, honestly, like, there were so many fun stat lines. Like, I love these games. Like, remember the Zoran Dragic game? Right. <laughs> it was the last game of the season. Rex Chapman against the Bulls. Like, I love these shorthanded games where guys just go out and, like, fuck it. Are we Chris supposed Bosch to lose a bit? It's Chris Bosch. Every time LeBron and Dwayne sat. Chris Bosch was like, my time to shine, motherfuckers. I used to be 20 and 10 in Toronto. Um, I, this was just one of those fun games, Siobhan. So I want you to – I'm not going to ask you about any particular player. I want you to tell me who, like, just stood out to you tonight. Trevor stood out to me. Dwayne stood out to me. You can't take all of them. You can't take all oh, of them. You, all right, all right. <laughs> Give me one because we're going around the horn. Got Trevor. You, Trevor stood out to me. I think he's just continuing to round into form. Um, I think we're starting to see, you know, game by game what it is that I think he'll be able to give us um, as he continues to get his uh, his conditioning right, continues to get more committed with the offense, with the defensive schemes, with, you know, um, <laughs> with uh, how we rotate and, and, you know, our principles. I think he is just continuing to show, um, like I said, game by game, um, I, his value and why I think he was brought in. I'm super excited about, you know, what he allows a bunch of different lineups to be able to do. And Trevor is a guy that this wasn't an outlier game for Trevor. He has been playing, and this actually was a little bit of outlier because he only had six points, but he has just been playing so well. And they picked him off up off the trash heap basically uh, for nothing. Um, and the Heat have been doing this a lot over the last few years. I mean, going back to Birdman and before that, uh, just finding those diamonds in the rough. Because, like, right now, I, I think, Tiff, I know who you're going to. Do you? I, oh, man, I might be wrong. Because there's a guy out there that the Heat got instead of LaMarcus Aldridge, Andre Dump, Drummond, 
and Blake Griffin, and I think he's better. He's been playing better than all three of those dudes. But Mister Mister Deadmond, Mister Deadmond, listen, bro, bro, is he Jamaican? We don't know. We have no idea. We don't know. No, listen. That dude is consistent. He just like does everything he's supposed to do and nothing freaking else. Get the rebound, set the pick, run the floor, get the tip in, push somebody out of bounds, just everything. Like, I'm sorry, this dude, somebody lost minutes. That's all I know. <laughs> but That's like, all I know. Nothing fancy about it. Nothing, nothing complicated. Nothing. Like, just... just, just does what you're supposed to fucking do. It's a man. And doesn't get rushed. No, he, he ain't gonna rush Mr. Denman. Nope. Oh, he, huh? no. He he takes right. his time going down the court. Listen, that carburetor <laughs> gonna get fixed. Listen. Don't come right here every day asking about this motherfucker. You brought this shit to me. He gonna he gonna he gonna get that alignment right. Exactly. And there's a few other things he picked up along the way, figured some shit. Listen, don't rush Mr. Deadman. Mr. Deadman gonna get your shit right. But you but- know what? The best thing about him, and and this is like on 100, he legit makes everybody better on the court. Because he's got some size. You can do so many things with just a piece And he of allows size. everyone else to do what they know how to do. And he be sending them smothering cool. picks. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, damn. Motherfucker just disappear. <laughs> And then just offensive rebounding. I mean, tonight again, he only had one. Uh, I felt like he had more than that. He but got a lot of tips. He got t- a lot of, yeah. 11 offensive rebounds for the Heat uh, for, compared to six for the Rockets. Mm-hmm. They've out-rebounded the team again. Uh, I think they out-rebounded them by nine. No, by six. Um, no, by, sorry, by 11. They out-rebounded the Rockets by 11. Um, I feel like Dwayne has a lot to do with some of that. And then precious, I mean, eleven rebounds tonight. I don't, I don't know where the <laughs> fuck that came from. Brass, who, uh, who impressed you the most tonight? Uh, I mean, I, I, I really love. I, I, I obviously love Deadman, um, but I mean, none, none was really good, man. He was they, horny, you know, and this was, yeah, this was one of his <laughs> horny nights. Oh, this, and he came out from the jump, like he came out hot, like, and and. Yeah, this is one of those not nights hard. where where he can. I'm not gonna say it. Anyway, he yeah he. Uh, <laughs> that was yeah. funny. Why are we making faces? Come on, you made, you made it weird. You made it. Siobhan, made, Siobhan looked disgusted at me. I was like, yeah, I thought it was, it was good. Funny, but it was so pronounced. It was so like hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. I mean, you know. There's obvious this season. There's obviously been. Oh, I really. I can't actually get permission for that. Brass has no autonomy over that. Brass blushed immediately. Yes, show it. There it is. It's like a flash. Um, gee. Anyway, what I was gonna say is there has been plenty of shit that we've talked about Kendrick Nunn this season, and again for for good reason. But this is one of those nights where he can have these games. He he has he's got talent, man. He can do this, and he can put up crazy numbers in a game. And um, it also helped that the Rockets are, again, as we said last time, hot garbage. Yeah, we've been saying yeah, that for a minute, and and some of you guys were stuck. Like that's where the whole guts thing. <laughs> we, we talk about how like the whole like oh get have some guts and everything. That's where like I can go like okay, you do need a little bit of guts. You do need to see the Rockets coming into town and. You shouldn't really be scared of the Rockets. I did see a whole lot of people saying, "Oh, Kelly Olynyk game. Oh, he's gonna score forty. Oh, come on! Like you, you fucking people need some guts." <laughs> I still thought we could have lost, but I mean, come yes. on, don't go in expecting it. Get anyway, some guts, brass. I was. I expected a loss. I did, but I, I've also. I think that's a defense mechanism I've developed over the years of watching the Heat lose to teams. They should a relationship. Beat. Yeah, I, yes, yes. I'm scarred. Like, don't listen. Sure. Don't judge me, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Well, and with our injury team. report going into this, it was not looking great. Oh my god, right. she, she was a massacre. Uh, Johnny, uh, who's left? Who who really impressed you tonight? I think you and I were tweeting. I think we were the only ones at the time like tweeting about Duncan's defense tonight was fucking awesome, especially on the fast breaks, the stunts, getting into Blew the lane. Up. 
blew up at least three fast breaks that I noticed. At least three. Completely just disrupted John Wall fast breaks, which is fucking damn near impossible. And he just completely shut shit down. It was amazing. He knew exactly who he was defending, how he how to help, how to stunt, how the angles to take. I was super impressed. I wasn't there in the beginning of the season. And I I like that guy a lot. I like watching him play basketball. He does he's like, listen, I'm we all make fun of me for being like the basketball hipster. He does like every basketball hipster thing. And I love it. Like as a screener, as a mover, his defense is improving, the shooting, obviously. He, I, I I tweeted out today. He is second in made threes since the trade deadline behind Steph Curry, and he's shooting 50% on threes. I think today hurt his percentage, and he shot like 49.5%. Five for 11. Five you know what 11. I mean? Today hurt, like today hurt his percentage, and he's second in made threes in that span, only behind Steph Curry, who is on such a tear right now that he's eclipsed Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan numbers in this span. So, like, shout out to Duncan for everything he's doing. Don't on you both ever sides. talk about the GOAT like that? Ooh. I didn't mention Dwayne Wade. I said the goat. That I didn't say good. baby goat. No, that was good. I loved it. I loved it. That was quick. That was quick. I tell you, you could tell how hyped Duncan was tonight from his pod numbers with Bam. <laughs> <laughs> He's like us. He just sees content. Yeah. <laughs> One of us. He promoted. That was amazing. He promoted the Bam appearance right afterwards. Like I respect the I fuck out of that. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen. Right. Immaculate. Wait, hold up. Immaculate 305, I did watch the game on my big-ass TV. <laughs> In your face. <laughs> um, but, yeah, game-recognized game on that Duncan promotion shit. Listen, nobody selfless, shamelessly promotes like I do. Um, so I'm going to give my guy because Duncan Robinson was amazing tonight with a plus 35. We tried it. I try to always take plus-minus in context. But when somebody puts up a plus 35 and he's second on the team in plus minus, you got to take notice. And first on the team in plus minus was Andre Iguodala with a plus 38. My man came out there and said, you know what? He dusted off them them chucks. (laughs) He said, oh, ain't no Jimmy. Ain't no, you know, ain't no Bam. Ain't no Tyler. He's like, ah. Stretch the calves out. Yeah, you know, it's, it's right here. It's right here. It's fucked up. So, and he said, "Always right there." Yeah. <laughs> These games don't usually look this way when Iggy takes seven threes. No, no. but Iggy said, "Listen, Iggy has that." There's only there's two guys on the team with a switch. It's Jimmy and it's Iggy. Yep. Iggy's like, oh shit, we gotta win this game. Yeah. All right. Let me do, let me do what I gotta do. Yeah. Yeah. Crack, crack the back. You know that <laughs> he had that. You know, I I'm, I'm at work, but I didn't come to work to work. <laughs> but then, then, then work. somebody called out sick. He's like, yeah. God damn. Yeah. All right, well, all right. What's up? Who's it's questionable? All right. right. All right. He's I'll like, be there yeah. early. Damn. I like him. Okay. All right. I'll come. He's, He's like, such a right. player. Oh, motherfucker gets a game winner. And, oh, come on. Right. Oh. Like, you gonna take the night? I oh, got. Somebody give me my apron. Shit. <laughs> gonna, I got you, bust, big dog. I got We're gonna I got bust you. out this lunch rush. Fuck <laughs> that shit. <laughs> you know, like he just has that swag to him, man. And like I just, I noticed from the beginning, Iggy and Ariza looked at the lineup around them to start the game. They saw Kendrick, they saw Duncan, they saw Precious. They, I, I feel like them motherfuckers looked at each other like Spider-Man meme. Like, yes, we, are, we all we got. It's that old dog offense. Yes. From that play I talked about last night, they recognizing each other. You you ready? You ready? All right, we'll fuck that. Come on, yeah. we're going to go ahead and just. Let's go do this. Yeah, we're going to run these young boys. They have to run. And you, you know they know each other because they've probably been uh, defending each other for years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Western Conference, uh, twenty-year-olds yep. get him. Listen, that's one of those like real mutual respect things. Yeah, like a game recognized game yep. on the real. This is like two pimps and just all you know. You know what I'm saying at a barbecue, just like, I see yep. you, baby. I know why you. I know. I know you. I'm trying to get like you. I'm trying to get like you. I can't call it. Um, <laughs> both drafted the same year, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah, just, like those dudes know each other, and you felt like when they saw the starting line, said we go because you saw them coaching. Yeah, those young young dudes. You saw Casey take a three and not swing it to Trevor in the corner, and Trevor yeah. gave him a look. <laughs> That had me on my couch a little bit worried about KZ's safety. 
And then, then Trevor kicked it out to him again. And then he, I was like, KZ, man, don't go back in that locker room. Because somehow KZ ended up with a minus 10. Uh, the game you won by 20. Um, but one for nine. My God. Yeah, but the but then you see the but one move. One. Oh, then you go, well, damn, it's in there. And one, but then he tried it three more times, <laughs> and he was like, "Man, what are you doing?" Um, we almost got it the second one. But yeah, I'm I'm starting to really, really love the Iggy and Ariza minutes. It's so it's that high IQ Miami Heat basketball that we've come to know and love, and we saw a lot of it when Jay and Iggy shared the court and uh, last year, and we've 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 come to re- expect that. And there's been a lot of times we've seen some low IQ basketball this right. season. But when Iggy and Ariza are out there, and then you put them next to a guy like Bam and fucking Jimmy and Duncan, like you just have it's like just so much high basketball IQ on the court, it becomes exceedingly fun to watch. And I just I I, I just loved everything. I mean, Iggy was just slapping the shit out. Of- <laughs> yes, he was. That that slap down that he has like that's his thing. That hit, that's Wait. his patented move. Did you see Kelly uh complaining about the slap down on the way to halftime? <laughs> Kelly was literally talking to the ref talking about <laughs> And the best part about it and Iggy didn't Iggy didn't leave. Iggy was like this. What's this motherfucker complaining about? He like everybody's going to Iggy looked like he waiting for an interview. He's in there. Meanwhile, oh, Kelly should be used to that shit because he got slapped down all last year, probably. And he he was like, I, he's like, I've seen it in practice. It's not fair. I know uh, for a fact it's a foul. <laughs> look at my wrist; it's look red. At my forearms. I've got, I've got Indian burn. Um, wait, that's racist. Can't say that. Uh, well, to your point, oh Native American Andre, Andre Ariza and Bam together are a plus ten with a one hundred two defensive rating. Like they're really good. Oh, so that's, it's, it's all arms. <laughs> they they try to steal everything. They like some crackheads. They trying to steal Yo, everything. It's the old it, uncle energy. It's, the, it's like if, real. It's if, like elder cousin, yes. younger uncle. Listen, <laughs> if you was at the park after dark and your uncle came walking up looking like a reason with that headband <laughs> and those twists, you just gonna take off running home. <laughs> And, and they, they all, and then Dwayne comes in with that same energy, that old unk energy. Like I was talking to you guys in the chat, Dwayne had a closeout on a three where we, you saw Precious do it. He gets off his feet, and then right. a, a savvy vet like Ko just jumps into him and gets three free throws. Devin ran out on a three. He said, "I know. I'm first of all, I'm out here running in sandals." So he's like, I'm not going to commit to no jumping in the air like an idiot. He went, ran at him, and just did like this. Ducked under his elbow, the shooter's elbow, where he's got no contact. And Devin just straight ran out of bounds. And it was it was a corner three brick off the side. No free throws, no nothing. But you know what? He got in that man's head. But he didn't do that dumb rookie shit that Precious does. Gets caught up in the air on that Dwayne Wade pump fake, and then boom, now you got three free throws. Right. So it's just like you have so much, like you have just so much high basketball IQ when these guys are. All <laughs> uh, 84 of them. Shemitha said, Damon looks like he plays with his keys still in his pockets. And then Siobhan, stabbing people. Siobhan just said, Well, 84 of them, and you, like you just call that man. Running down the court. What? You said that yesterday. Siobhan called that man. I never called that man a janitor. I said he's a custodian. Give that man his respect. I specifically <laughs> like 84 or 87 keys on his <laughs> just okay. just making noise when he walk. Clank 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 clank. Clank clank clank. Oh, here comes this motherfucker with can't sneak up on nobody. Right. <laughs> about to talk shit because my car ain't been detailed in a week. Shit, he snuck up on two teams. Right. <laughs> Cause they didn't they didn't scout him. I bet he'd be scouting next time. I think he don't keep sneaking too much longer. <laughs> Somebody said yeah, we roast we roast Deadman a lot for a guy who gives us quality minutes. We it's love. Oh, we this love. is love. This is love, man. This is love. I love that dude, man. Y'all ain't seen us rolling uh roasting Tyler in a minute. I'm not roasting him at all. Size. We got one piece of size and we can get sturdier screens. We got rebounds. We got this is love. We got that's why we talk about him so much. Like, have y'all noticed? We just been like, it's been the Deadman hour. That's all we do. 
Uh, Brass, you have some. There was a there was some uh, size moment on the broadcast tonight. Oh, oh boy, no. did you girth in the interior? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's the thickness and the width they want. They got that's got a lot of different meanings. And gee, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> You've never heard that commercial. That's a commercial. That's it. No, I'm, I'm gonna back G up on that. Yeah, that's old school Miami radio, though. Like, yeah, that's old school Miami sports radio. That's good. Awesome. You gotta warn somebody, like that, right? <laughs> Ball handling low, like you gotta warn. Right, you gotta let us know that's coming. We gotta, we gotta Some take like ball handling load. John, John Crotty <laughs> porn titles, like <laughs> the situation series. <laughs> Love Blow it. by situation. Ball Blow, by. Blow by. That's, a situation. That's my favorite one. Butter situation is gonna be a weird one. <laughs> Start it off. Sounds greasy. Yeah. Oh, um, Desmond has a thirty-two percent offensive rebound rate. That's insane. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> That's insane. It's easy um, when you. The best acquisition we made. Just raise you know your arms. You I mean, that's funny? obviously like unsustainable, but it's just it's a really funny number. Yeah. But you, Dwayne Deadman is like probably barely seven feet. Right. But when he's out there, he looks fucking huge. Huge. Because yeah. we're so not so used to anybody just being that big and that you know just occupying that much space because the only other seven footer we had was Kelly and that motherfucker's arms. Abolish the, the lying about your height complex. I'm sick of it. Kelly's not seven feet. Get out <laughs> no, of no, here. No, no, no. Remember when they <laughs> took shoes off and measured everybody? That was that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Listen, Kelly was actually seven feet tall. I, we out. He we was stood one of the next only. Kelly. That's no, not I've true. Stood, yeah, I've stood Hassan next to Kelly. was seven foot legit. Kelly. No, I'm the not problem sure. with Kelly was his arms were so short it made him feel so much smaller. <laughs> like his <laughs> arms, he might have longer arms. My motherfucker couldn't even reach in his own pocket. That's why he can't rebound. I don't feel bad now. He got bad measurables. I mean, he ain't with us no more. So oh, you're right. yeah. that rating gone. He's gone. Still, kept, still, the net dude kept his wallet in his shirt pocket <laughs> with a pen. <laughs> like booze <blues> clues. <laughs> Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball player strikes out when the bases are loaded. The best golfer sometimes three putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping. And the whole process is discreet and straightforward. Get, getting started is simple. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete the online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 to get $15 off your first month. Look, that's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get to roman.com slash heatbeat21. Go get started to save $15 on your first month of treatment. 
Um, let's go to uh, Shabazz breakdowns real quick. Come on. Oh, hold on, hold up. Let me break it down so it can forever and consistently be broke. So before we start, I got five. Um, most of them are pretty fun. I just had, like you, I had a lot of fun with this game. I missed the first play, and I came in on pressure trying to dunk on somebody. I was like, hold on. This is the group that started? Oh, this is fun. Yeah, he okay. tried to catch a body. He did, like early on. So um, first, though, we got just, um, some defense that, again, stuff we call out, switching for no reason. The way that they pick up and transition, so go ahead. They'll pick up, and then they'll switch. And then the switch is fine. Kendrick picks up. Boom, stop. Precious takes him. At this point, Kendrick. Kelly is either, he's gonna shoot that. He's like, he's you're not at a risk of, he's not gonna work you down, back you down. Let Precious stay there. Kendrick, you close out to Kelly. No, they try to switch back, go ahead, brass. He misses the layup, but he gets the layup. We're switched for no reason still. Um but then here was some some stuff that I that I like some some fun stuff. Um, go ahead. What was this? One? <clears throat> oh, so um, this one I was looking at their defense too, and kind of just how you know good solid defenses kill offensive rotation. So boom, pause. So not only does Duncan go ahead and take that closeout, Trevor immediately recognizes it and knows that then his next closeout is this guy here on the wing. Duncan closes here. I think that's Christian in the corner. <laughs> Ideally, his next pass is this guy up here on the wing, but Trevor has already um, um, covered and, and, and taken that, that he doesn't even really look for it. And I don't really remember how um, the play ends, but I just recognize that Duncan closed out and it felt like there was a deflation in the ball. Trevor closed out, Ken, uh, Christian looked to pass. Um, there was another deflation in their momentum and their energy. Um, energy, sorry, and, and what it is they wanted to do in this sequence. Go ahead, Brass. One more time, Brass. Skip pass, long closeout, solid closeout. Boom. Not out of control. Not out mm -hmm. of control. Yup, stayed down, stayed disciplined, didn't fly by. Man, we're going to have to start putting respect on Duncan's defense. Yeah, I'm no, I'm, I'm with it. Mm -hmm. um, some more fun stuff. I just like the gumption here. Go ahead. Kendrick went forward. Kendrick that's a Dwayne went Dedman forward. Word. Listen, you know that's a Dwayne Dedman word. He right? tried it. He Ooh, tried I to put that. it on Kelly. I like yeah, he did. He tried. He tried to put it on him. I'm not mad. See, if he would play like that more often, how much just how would the you brass mm -hmm. one more time? Just athleticism. Yeah, just motion, energy, just something, a spark, something to like make a stink face about every now and then. A good one. Um, and, and go back and watch Duncan on this one. What's that? Look at look at Duncan. I mean, just he's calling it out. He's, yeah. yeah, he's yeah. orchestrating it. Mm -hmm. And then his, that's smart. It's his pick is what got him downhill. Like, yeah. I, I mean, these guys. I, I just want them to continue to play like this, even when Jimmy and Bam and these guys come back. Like, they're too they're too in, in, integral to the team. Like, they can't yeah. just take nights off and hope these other guys bail them out. Last two, one more. Um, well, yeah, second and last one. Um, I don't know if they've ever done this before, but I this is my first time noticing it. Pause here. This like if, if all of them kind of turn toward the basket, whomever this here is in the blue shoes, is this Max? I think. Yeah, yeah. Max, Precious, and Trevor. Like there's this like strange diagonal kind of alignment at all three levels of the court. I don't really know if there's anything that they could get out of there, but it was cool to see. Cause if you keep going and then go ahead, Brass. Pause right here. Like if they would have, I don't know, maybe pin and seal, there's a little lane between Struess and, and Precious to, I don't know, do a little something. I was just looking at kind of fun things from the game. And then you can go ahead to the last one, Brass. Um, it's their horns but it's facing the sideline. Um, or maybe not their entire horn set that they run at the top, but pause right here. You have Duncan along the baseline. You have Precious setting this kind of horns action also at the elbow, but it's not, you know, your traditional set horns. It's, you know, vertical up the floor. 
they're setting it facing the sideline it's just a different look at some stuff I didn't hadn't you know recognize this from them before either um I thought we did some fun stuff this team That's looked new. fun tonight it looked new like go That's ahead new. let it ride brass boom Duncan pause Duncan had so much time there he didn't even know which way to go because there was so much kind of space from Duncan that top to upper left quadrant of the floor um so I like I, I like how Spo's evolving that's all I got I like how Spo's evolving I like how they're doing um stuff differently the players themselves and this was a cool lineup to see yes he does yes he does because he it's goes all the way in his bag mm-hmm. when it's, a, yep. when it's a, yeah and I did I felt like they were in their bag tonight I felt like and I also felt like Kendrick was just free um and the thing is they need that from Kendrick this season because you're not getting it from Goran night in and night out and I don't want I'm not gonna say a bad thing about Goran Dragic tonight because I mean I thought he gave them a lot um that sequence when he blocked John Wall then came back and just and just nailed a three the swaggiest shit I've seen mm-hmm. out of Goran Dragic in months. Like, the <laughs> swaggiest shit I've seen out of him since the yeah. bubble. Block John Wall that comes back and just nails a fucking three. Just just walks right into that motherfucker. Like, it was... It, it was... I still believe that he needs to, like, sit out to the playoffs. But it was just... It's nice to see when Goran has these kind, of, these, kind, these kind of games. That's two games in a row. So, I don't know if something is fixed. I can... I, in, I doubt it just because... I mean, how do you fix old? Like, you you, you, you don't fix, you know, years you know of your how. league on the knees. You know how. I don't know how to fix old. I wish I did. Doctors, Stop it, G. North Miami. <laughs> the Hialeah storefront doctors? I mean, listen. I wouldn't be the first time. G with the wild <laughs> accusations. Um, listen, there was a guy with his hairline receding that, you know, magic stuff happened during the trip here. I don't know. I'm Every not time. I'm just, Bosley. I'm just, I'm really glad that we're able to pull off a couple wins in a row. I mean, because you know, a win is a win, and that's good when you're not looking great in the standings. But the fact that we're able to get wins when we're missing our best player, and and some, and as in tonight, uh, a, a few of our best players, um, our three best. Yeah, I mean, exactly. well, there are two. three highest scoring, three, three highest scoring. scoring. Yeah. Um, so that's that's really positive um, because. One of the best, one of the real only fixes we can do to this team, barring uh, just recovery from injury, is rest for players. Yeah. yeah. So the fact yeah, that, that we was, are able to right, draw Brass. some that of these huge. lineups is a big deal. That's a yeah. that's a big plus. I'm to gain a game on the Celtics on a, on mm-hmm. a night that Jimmy Hero and Bam all rested because on a back to back. Yeah. On a back to wait. So are we going to talk about the Hero thing because? The whole thing made me super uncomfortable today. Um, and I know we've made jokes on this show about uh, Hero's fame and the serial and all that stuff. But, like, for it to come out as, like, uh, a seemingly credible report that the Heat are saying that, the, you know, they've been concerned about his play this year because they feel like the fa- almost like the fame has got gotten to his head. I was um, never playing with that. That is, huh? I feel that dead ass. Yeah, I, I felt that. I felt that way that. for real. But I mean, I, we're I not reporters. Not we didn't report it. No, not at all. But I genuinely felt. That I think way. so. He got the big head. But I, I, I think it's just ir- it feels like that's irresponsible. Yeah, and that's that, see. Here's my right. problem. Thank you, G. The my problem is not the reporter. You know, uh, who I think it was Ethan and Ira talking on a on a on a radio show. Um, to be honest, that was Ethan the reporter. Okay. I was, I was I not breaking news. Yeah, I was, nobody talks about it. Ira. Ethan didn't um, like the report. Though. I don't. Um, the, the, I feel like they kind of they took a segment of what Ethan said, no matter what. No, My hold problem, on. To clarify that Ethan was clarifying because that they aggregated – the aggregators added a work ethic clause in their kind of tweet, and Ethan wanted to clarify that it had nothing to do with work ethic. So whether it's work ethic or not, my here's my problem. I know where some of these guys, some of these reporters get their information from, and it comes from the team. And for the for the Heat to be shitting on Tyler and saying the fame, listen, you guys have marketed that fame. 
You created you guys it. have fed off that fame. You've profited off that fame. Mm-hmm. So to now say that the fame has gotten to his head, who, wait, first of all, who didn't sign a guard in the offseason <laughs> because you said that Tyler was going to take this leap? And you, you, you leaked that shit to reporters, too. You leaked the fact that the reason you didn't need a, uh, an upgrade at point guard or an upgrade at guard is because you felt like Tyler was going to take this Devin Booker, Steph Curry type leap, right? You're the ones who fed the media that bullshit, right? You're the one who made the snarl T-shirt. You're the one who has marketed the drip, the swag, the this, the that, the blah, 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 blah. Now the motherfucker goes out on his own, capitalizes on his own fame, and makes a fucking box of cereal. Now you're like, well, we don't know who he's invested. Like, chill. Like, that shit is wild to me. Like, it's some fucked up shit to do to a young, you know, a, a, um, a second-year player. Like, the, it, and also, what I, and this is my own personal belief, a guy who's affected by COVID this year, because he is winded i'm watching him and he looks fucking winded and it's at the beginning of quarters we're not talking about you know he played the whole third with three minutes left we're talking about after breaks he's looking winded he's looking slow he's looking lost he's looking like he can't recover um so if let in that's wild speculation on my part that it's covid but but i just feel like it's some shit it's a shitty thing to do to your fucking sophomore uh, player that, no, I don't think the song got to his head. Why do you not, though? Why do you not think that that's a real thing? So, yeah, I feel like you're conflating. Say it, bro. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, Jack Feller fucked us. It could be two things. It could be two things. Even if it did, it ain't, it ain't no, fucking I right Alf for the and heat. I are saying that it ain't right for the Heat to leak that. Bull, yeah, the, they could the feel that way. To say so that it shit. was okay for Jimmy to call out Bam? That's different. Yes, That's, yes. How? Those tell, are, those are your teammates. Tell me all of the ways how. Those how are teammates. Those, those are teammates. teammates. You're in suits. You're not down there. Jimmy Butler has never profited off of blown of hyping Bam up and then okay, trying so, to tear so, his so ass I'm down. I'm not disagreeing with that you. That ain't there. right. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you there. I'm saying so. Yeah. So so Miami profited off of that too. But is also is it unfair of them to maybe expect like yeah you know you can go and do all these things you can do the song and the girlfriend and this and that, but I also need you invested in what you're doing here. How do we know that they have not had that conversation with him and he has not upheld Then those are private conversations. Thing. That's private. So at the at the point, does it not become private conversations? It, it, it needs to stay private. It needs you to stay You could have pri- said Jimmy and Bam could have needed to stay private the whole time. But that's, here's a, that's a dip. you're talking about two people on the yeah. same level. You're, that's not your employer Here's, coming out talking about Siobhan don't be doing shit at work. Like that shit is wild. Like shut the like that's not like that's not cool. Like I, I didn't tell you to shut the fuck up. I'm talking about the heat. Shut the fuck up. Like those those executives, whoever's talking to the reporters and 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 like because they did the same shit to Justice. Yeah, that, that was that, gonna say and that, that was this, my that's the first yes. time they've done this Today. to a young player. Because like I went on Donald's radio show today, Alf, and I was saying they did this to Justice and they did this to Dwayne. Right, because yes. that's what they do. They want to, and they did it to Hassan, which what we can debate the merits of whether or not he deserved that. But they they get ahead of the story, and when they don't like how something's going, they control the narrative. And and that listen, Riley will do it directly, right? Hidden faces, uh, smiling faces with hidden agendas, uh, and they'll do it in private through the reporters when they they I forgot if they said this about Justice or, or Hassan when they said, well, he's no Udonis. And then when Justice had the concussion in Denver and never played a game for the Heat again. <laughs> They, where were we? Uh, they, they badmouthed him to the media, and they said that he was healthy to play. And then Justice had to come out with a second opinion from an independent doctor to show that he was indeed hurt because the Heat were privately and publicly giving him shit for not playing. And this is not the first time that they throw their guys under the bus, right? Un, unrightfully so. And for as much as we love this organization and we love the team. They are not player first. They had a heat lifer campaign that they marketed the fuck out of. They made a ton yeah. of money. And what yeah. did they do? That very same trade deadline. Yep. They mm-hmm. traded Mario exactly. Chalmers to save money on tax. And this is what they do, right? They create these monsters of marketing that they're great at. And then when it doesn't serve them, they try to control the narrative through the media that we know doesn't bite back. So all that's all I'm saying different. is I think that this one was maybe just a bit warranted is my only opinion with the we time. but we can't we can't we but see my, that's my thing like we can't because we can sit here and talk all the shit we want you know what I mean 
and but we can't let personal biases like a lot of people like saying Hassan deserved what he got. I didn't like that shit with Hassan either. You know what I mean? Like I didn't like that shit how they did Hassan. I don't think either. He was getting in trouble either, right? He was just kind of a was just yeah. Kind of it's not like he dudes out all, off the yeah. court beating up women and shit like that. I mean, well, just, that's a whole nother story. Um, but you know what I mean? Like they 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 do this shit and it's just I don't like and 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 honestly and this is coming you know in after forty minutes of the show and I've had a few drinks. I know who the ones are doing it. Like and that's what bothers me more. Cause there'd be some little sneaky motherfuckers that I don't like. I, I know it ain't Pat Riley or Andy Ellisberg saying this shit. You know what I mean? I know who the ones are doing this shit, and it's and wild it. to me. You know it. what I mean? And it's just it's some fucked up shit. Like, mind your old fucking mind your business. Shit, you fucking hate either hater. way. Like, whatever was said, however it's going down, they still got a problem on their hands yeah. because they got to get this young man to be productive, whether they keep him or not. And this ain't the way. Ain't that, it ain't because the way. It ain't, it ain't work with justice, and ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work. But either way. way, they got a problem on their hands. His warts have been his warts since last season. His warts yeah. have been he can't. He was a bad pull-up shooter last season. He was just bad at it, and that's and that's why the finals it looked as bad as it did because the Lakers, world coach defensive team, are like take all the pull-up jumpers you want, and that shit sucks. He doesn't create separation at all. Off the dribble, he needs a screen, and even with that, can't get to the rim. Doesn't get to the free throw line, and no, all he has all. is that little pull up mid range jumper, and, and it's fine. That's okay. He's a crafty finisher when he has an advantage, and when they kind of create some confusion, and, and when he gets a step on his defender, but he can't create it himself. He needs to create that through a function of the offense. So this is who he is. This is the guy that they drafted. This is the guy <laughs> that they publicly made a big deal out of not trading yes. for James Harden see, and Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Now, they see, did that's that. my part. That's why I take that's why I find fault with them. That they have maybe jettisoned him so much mm-hmm. so into the role that he is in and like banked on him to have such a steady second year that he would be able to handle everything that was banked on. I'm not being mad. I'm not upset with them for him not handling it. I'm upset with them for thinking maybe that he would be able to handle it. They made him a starter when he clearly wasn't ready as well, and they forced Agreed. that issue until the, their record was so it. bad that the yeah. decision was made for them. Because we saw that after two, three games, we're like, this shit not going to work. It doesn't make sense. He and the other white guy can't play together. You know what it comes off to me? It comes off as some old jealous hater type shit. Like nobody's bigger than the team. You know what I'm saying? Like once anybody get a little shine to him, like, oh, you ain't big, yo, you ain't bigger than the heat. Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. They did it. Y'all got his face on billboards and whatnot where his ass should be in the in the locker room studying. Like this is like nothing's happened. Like he didn't improve his handle. He didn't gain weight. It's like he doesn't read the playbook. He doesn't know where to be on defense. These are real things. But Leif has done more marketing for Bam than the Heat have done. Thank you. Yeah, right? right. They finally they finally sent out a They diploma. literally they literally stole his marketing. I mean, come on, dude. Thing. Like they just the no and yeah. they finally sent out a deep boy tweet. Other than, like, oh well now it's too fucking late. Ryan Rudy Cortez has Go- been doing that for months. Thank you. And Rudy Gobert over here running away with the shit and getting fucking put in the spin cycle <laughs> anytime he tried to guard a point guard. Oh <laughs> fucking Stiff seven foot busy after he guards. I also don't want people to think like we're shitting on Tyler too much. Tyler is gonna be better with an actual offseason. Yeah. No, and I, I'm I not. Shit, I'm not even mad. I, for, and I've said over and over again, I'm. I think Tyler has been bad this year. I think he's. Uh, you know, he's been one of the three worst defenders. You can put him, Goron, and Nunn in the cycle and figure out who, who who's the worst that week. But I feel like he's been done a disservice. Sure. But yeah, well, yeah, by the team, yeah, the, the way the way they and then for up. you to shit on him now because he averages for when he was averaging nineteen points insane. a game when he was averaging nineteen after the trade deadline for four or five games wasn't no oh Love he got drip, a cereal drop. yeah, yeah. Was, he was handling it yeah, yeah and then it's, he, it's like that meme with the, the the guy in the hot dog suit with the hot dog that crashed it's like <laughs> we have to get the guy who did this you know that that's what the that's what the heat are with Can the you please make that with Pat Riley right now <laughs> I, I, I want to do that so I want to end the show right now to do that um but like I don't know all right everybody's yeah. asking for the movie let we'll get off of that you know I'm gonna get off my soapbox on the whole Tyler thing I didn't like it 
Um, it's fair. it's fine and funny when we do it, but when it's coming from the heat, like I just right. don't matter. It's gonna be what it's gonna be, y'all. And to be honest, whoever this per- uh, EGPT. If everybody else plays well, it doesn't matter if Tyler gets 19 points a game or not in the playoffs. That's not the only way we got a chance. Yeah. You, that, no, we can't We can't count on that to say that's the only chance we got if Tyler scores 20 points a game. Oh, I didn't see that comment. I, I saw it. <laughs> Man, if, Tyler, if, if you're banking on Tyler scoring 20 points a game, let's just go to the next. Let's not you know even go. I, let's I not even on, go. On the dunker, can I ask you guys a question? Yes, you can. On the dunker spot, Nikai. <laughs> Jones, um, Steve Steve Jones asked Nikias if you had to pick one Heat player to get going for the playoffs, who would you pick, Tyler or or Goron? And Nikias said Tyler, which surprised me because I would go one hundred percent Goron mm-hmm. without a second thought, and I was wondering how you guys would feel about that. Wait, if we had to only have one going yeah. into the playoffs, like one, like if going you can pick one like, to get. Yeah, to, to to play well again. Oh, to turn it up. Yeah. I'm, I, oh no, I'm gonna say Goran gonna find the hot tub time machine. Not, yeah. not, not okay, who you so think is most I'm... likely to, but who uh-huh. you would rather. Yeah, Goran. I'm saying Tyler because Goran's the vet. He's gonna know how to get it done. If if one of them can do it, I'm and going the way with Goran. That Goran scores when he's when Goran is at Pete Goran. The way he scores. And what he does for your offense is more impactful than what Hero does for your offense. Unless until Hero gets a different bag where he is going into the lane, finishing through contact and getting to the line, I want Goron. I want Pete Goron because Goron does all those things. And then he breaks down defenses and then he he gives you he gives you another a uh, 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 a second punch after Jimmy that Tyler, even at his best, is more of a shooter, more finesse. We have enough of that. They need a guy who can put his fucking head down and get to the rim. And and Tyler right. ain't that yet. Goran is just physical. So much yeah. of the, so much of the Tyler aura is built around his whole like clutch gene. It seemed like he had it. Like he had it, and he, you know he was just like knocking down threes at the end of games. Just he would just he, there's like you know milk running through his veins, as Scratty said, and. Um, so yeah. yeah, which is weird. But the thing is, like, his defense is bad enough. Not, I'm not saying like he lactating. Boring. That was, so it, was <laughs> it was awkward. It was awkward. It's always dairy. You just made it real awkward. So, oh, that was crotty. It wasn't me. We horny. Um, maybe, maybe. But, but I feel like Goran, like you know, Goran is not the, he's not a world beater defensively either. But but like Tyler, he's got so, so, so many deficiencies on defense that he's just kind of unplayable in the fourth, like when those like clutch minutes need to take place. Maybe so. I'm misunder maybe I'm I miss or I'm differently interpreting the question. If there were one of them that I needed that like I would rather like, okay, I need you now to get going, the answer for me is Tyler because I trust Goran to do it when healthy more consistently than I trust Tyler to. If if Goran is healthy, I'm not as concerned about having to ask Goran to get it going because I trust him to do that. If there is someone that going into the stretch, I may be looking at to get going. I may be, you know, calling some sets for, not forcing it, but making sure that within the floor of the offense, they get touches between the two of them, for me, it would be Tyler because of F. Gorn is flowing the way that he hit, miss, will, you know, when healthy, then the extra punch that Tyler does give you when we can't score is what I'm, you know, um, is what I will be looking at trying to turn on and gearing up for the playoffs is how I'm interpreting the question. Nah, Sha, G said you only got one. But you only right, get once, you oh, no you no, only get once, one no he said one to get going is what he said the question yeah but that means Goran Dragic is yeah. going to be hobbled Goran Dragic I also feel yeah, like, like I, again, I, again Siobhan, we don't want to get fooled here because you know <laughs> Goran no because Goran remember two games ago we were looking at Goran going yikes time well because he got a little rest in between right. <laughs> but like it might be time to hang it up and and he's you know he was but he's going to get that rest good. in the playoffs there's no back to back so i'm i'm counting on him to be more consistent than i'm counting tyler so i personally need tyler to get going it's how i'm thinking right. about the question man we needed him to get going yesterday i don't i honestly if if to me if hero's going full force and tyler ain't it, I, I, if hero's going full force and goron is hobbled you ain't doing shit 
if Goran is if Goran is full force and Tyler still ain't right, you still got a chance because that gives you, you know, that gives you your three that basically got you to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Tyler Goran, was playing Goran well. Just better. Yes, yeah, I mean this season now. I, I, Tyler, I think eventually can get Wrong there, time. but man, three level score and finishing through traffic and getting to the free throw line. That's going at his peak. I'm taking that all day, every day. Um, but honestly, I, it's, I understand your point too, Siobhan, because you can also kind of just know that Goran might be there for you every three or four games and give you something. If Tyler ain't going, Tyler, um, I mean, lost at sea. Meanwhile, yeah. if Depot comes back healthy, all yeah, this is listen, a mood point. I forgot about him. That's a mood point. Listen. Yes. <laughs> You're talking about, and honestly, fuck. Nah, I'm not. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> um, but Chad forget saying that Tyler. Got tonight. Who? Chad is saying that Giannis got injured tonight. Oh, shit. Oh, no, really? But uh, forget out, Tyler right? and forget Goron in that closing lineup. Give me Duncan Robinson, Depot, Ariza or Iggy, whoever got it going, Bam and Jimmy. Yeah. And in the interior. Yep. <laughs> or mess around and put Mr. Deadman out there. Oh, shit. Listen. Get out of here. Can we play Bam at the four now since we got No, we can't. No. No. If he if he if he was a willing if he was willing to shoot threes, you could. I know I want him to. Someone asked me. Why do you want, are, why do you want him? I had this conversation on Twitter. Why do you want him at the four so bad? Because it's his natural position. Because he's a natural oh. mismatch, especially since Brooklyn's playing. Mean? Brooklyn's playing. What do you mean? Like, what do you mean that he has? A he's not mismatch? big enough to bang with actual fives, as we've seen, and he's enough of a problem and has enough of a post presence to be an effective four, but be um, rangy and a good defender enough to stay with the people who now play the four, like a KD or a whomever the fuck else, a LeBron or such. He's not. I don't. So see you him. you don't think he can five. guard? You don't think he can guard fives? Ain't no way he's gonna be guarding Embiid for a seven and game series. Seven games I mean, neither is Deadman. I mean, but oh, you oh. I mean, but hold on, wait a second. But like Kevon Looney did. I good think he can guard fives. I'm saying it's a so just because he can do it doesn't mean he's great at it, or that's the most advantageous place to have him at. I think it is because you want him in every pick and roll to to kind of affect the game that way because it's not just defending centers one on one. It's kind of what you do. So okay, G. So you literally like missed her point, came back around the corner, <laughs> and mean? then hit her point home. She's basically saying at some point we just can't have him out on an island against Kyrie night in and night out. Like no, he's the reason- gonna. Th- there is no reason. They just well, don't yeah, want to I- play him at the four and have a bigger five. That's well, the reason. No, no I don't. Think, the I don't reason think why he's on Kyrie is because the guards can't stay in front of him. So, like by necessity, he has to switch. But sometimes he doesn't have to switch, and he does, and that's exactly whole that's a whole other thing. thing. But the, the, the ideal to me, the ideal uh, position for Bam has always been you play him next to a big who can shoot. So when he was playing next to Myers, like we can sit here and we can argue all day who was the five and who was the four. When you played him again next to Kelly. Who was the five? Who was the four? When you played him next to Jay, who was the five? Because remember, when you played next to Jay, you got to the finals. Right. Right. So let's stop acting like he can't play the five. I'm not saying he can't. But that's but not what she's saying. Look at how we were playing Dwayne tonight. We were playing Dwayne with some of the lobs and sets. We played Bam. So imagine Bam as that big. No, who but can see, shoot. you can't. My In my personal opinion, is you can't play any big next to Bam that is not a threat from three. If Bam be- won't be the threat. Yes. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do you that's want Bam not, not defending pick and rolls then? No, no, no. I think what she's saying, she does. She would no, but like I'm, Bam. I'm asking because if you're playing, if you're playing a, a like a more traditional five, that guy is going to be defending the five. So that means when they run, I mean, most of the he time he doesn't have to. They can hide him on somewhere else. So you can. There's ways to get Bam on the guy you want him switching off. But I mean, then, they did it with so Myers. Then, like, they did it very successfully with Myers. They did very successfully with Kelly for a time. Like there's ways to play Bam with a uh, uh, with a bigger guy. It's also about conservation. That's the point I'd like for me. 
like with him like how he defends now every position everywhere on the floor like you you're not going to conserve him and that's the reason why like i bet that knee was hurting him tonight which means that knee's going to be hurting him two days from now just because it's so much overuse he yeah. is guarding everyone on yeah. every single possession he can do it doesn't mean he should be doing it <laughs> yeah i i honestly until bam decides um until Bam decides to start shooting three, four yes. threes a game. No, this yes. is what it's going to be. you guys think yes. that yeah. AD no, is also that. A, So in that case, do you also think that AD is a four? AD is Truthfully, a four. AD is a four. Is AD a four. is. Truthfully, is how I feel about him. <laughs> AD so is a four. Point, you, think that, you think but that. But he can be a five. He can play five. So he just won't. Do you think that teams are most successful when he plays a four? Like, do you I don't, think I don't watch other teams. I don't. I don't. I think if you put a. If, I think if you put a shooting. I think if you put a shooting big next to to AD, the say you have Bam and AD are similar in the fact that you need to put shooters next to them yeah. at the five or the four. I think we get too caught up in this uh, five or four thing. Oh no, I don't it's, care about it. I'm just talking about every. But about it would be nice to have a six eleven seven foot guy next to Bam who could shoot three, but also can do some of the things that Jay and Ariza do defensively. The, the problem it's hard. You basically need another Bam that shoots. Like, I don't think that's conservation playing Bam. If Bam has to defend quicker fours all game, I don't really think that's like not what you want. So, so what four is quicker than Kyrie Irving? Right. But or the reason why Bam's on Kyrie Irving is because if they had Oladipo, they're not switching that, right? So but that's the thing. When they had Oladipo, the they thing. were still switching. No, they, they were, were trapping more. They were. They were. They had. Well, I they would had, hope. I would hope they would get into a yeah. different mindset. Um, and the trapping is just a four turnovers because their offense. So, so you got to think about the lateral movement and everything he's doing with that bad with knee. A, oh, a, a point guard. So you're saying it's easier to guard a quick four than it is to guard a quick one? Repeat that. I didn't You're saying you, you were asking about like his capabilities, essentially like guarding quicker fours. I feel like he's more like it, that's easier to do for him. Seeing how successfully he's guarding quicker I ones, I think he can do all of it. But I think I he's most he suited to play at the five so that he can be in every defensive action. But that's the problem that we have. That he's in every amazing. single. Their defense is amazing. He's worn down. He's twenty three. He has tendonitis. He has bad knees. Like he's worn okay. Down. That's, that's a different story. But we're talking about like what is the most like. I agree with the idea of like conservation, but like the idea of they are better with him at the five. Like he's a five. I didn't say better. I said I wanted to see him. He's a, he's a five. We've seen it, and he's just better. I mean, the Olenek and him line yeah. up. The Myers and him line up. Like they're they're better when they go small but with see, him at the five and away with the four. But the whole thing, the the whole I, but the, the Myers and him lineup was good, like it worked. Yeah, but that wasn't playoff good. That was like regular season good. That was because Myers just fell off a fucking cliff. Yeah. Because in, in the playoffs, you know, he can't he can't guard fours, and they always. But he, he couldn't. But but that's why Alf said he'd like to see someone else that's capable. But yeah. any doing center it. you have to put and drop, right? Like any of those centers, yeah. you'd have to put and drop, and you compromise your defense because now all of a sudden you're bad guards. And this guy in drop, you have. You know what I would love to see? I would actually love to see AD and Bam play next to each other. <sighs> That'd be fucking monstrous because you can have. Yeah. You, you have to respect yeah. AD on the perimeter, and the thing is, you just can't have two guys that they completely sag off into the lane uh, when it's when because you don't respect Bam's perimeter shooting. Uh, and if you have an, if you have Deadman out there. I know people think yeah, Deadman can hit some threes, but Jesus, like, he doesn't want to. But he doesn't but want yeah, to. Yeah, you don't. You don't. Want, first of all, uh, just for rebounding purposes, you don't want him standing on the three point line. It's it's a tough thing that you know. It's a it's. I'm, I don't think anyone's wrong in this conversation. I think it's they're fun uh, things to look at. Fun yeah, but ba Bam is one of these guys that does so many things. Like it's you know you can play an Ariza at the four and damn near like. Like I said, if they play the Sixers, I put a reason on MB to start the game. Oh, I, I would too. I, 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 I would too. Like I wouldn't put Bam on the, him. I'd be like front the shit out of him, front the sh fight him, front him, just go crazy. And I put Bam on Ben and be like, Bam, you just play free safety out here. Um, you only get six fouls, shot. Listen, regarding AD and Bam <laughs> yeah. playing together, Go all it takes Lakers, Lakers, they miss out on another ring or two. Space Jam two <laughs> flops. 
and he's back it is on the market. Gonna flop. Let's go. Speaking, <laughs> let's, let's go. Go speaking to the of, movies, brass. Speaking of movies, let's go. Let's go to the Miami Heat movie so we can end this thing. Okay, we're gonna go back. Uh, we're gonna go back a few here. I'm not doing the whole damn thing again. Uh, this one, just because I want to play the sound again, uh, as Stan Van Gundy. We have Ron Jeremy. Some of that ball handling load. Oh. In the interior. <laughs> All right. Uh, for that Chris is Bosch, girth in the interior. For Chris Bosch, we from uh, SNL. We have Jay Farrow. Just a very good one. Yeah, that's that's really good. Either um, that or the guy from Avatar, like right. the actual Avatar. Correct. Uh, Sorry. We have uh, for Wayne Ellington. We have Chiwetel Ejiofor. That is that's really, so good. Really, that really good. On. One of my favorites of the sponge. Um, we're going to go back to uh, one of the OG Heat teams uh, for Ronnie Cycli. We have John Hamm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, think, I think it's good. I, I, I think, you know, a little comedic kind of thing there. I, I, I can see him being a DJ. I just want to see John Hamm be a be an ex basketball DJ. Yeah. Uh, and then for our last one tonight, we have a recast for uh, for Birdman. We have Jake Busey. Oh, oh that's cool. good. Who was the first Birdman? Uh, the first Birdman. Let's go back to it. Was. Uh, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, that, that, I've seen that folder. That's a mess. That's, it, it, that it, was it, an ass. Total, it is a total shit show. There's a lot in there. So, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Charlie Hunnam as Birdman. Oh, and, yeah, I like Busey. I think I like Busey. Him. I think Busey's a better five. Busey's actually. a good one. Also, we're really we're gonna be using the Birdman, like the more clean shaven kind of Birdman. I the early Birdman. So. The early Birdman. The early. Not early the one Bird that was that was kind of creepy at the end. The mm. the early Birdman catches a worm, I guess, as, as they say. <laughs> what? Let's get out of here. <laughs> Did you know that most vitamin D three supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.